Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a boss. Let me get this straight. I'm gonna spell it out for you. Ball game. This dude was right when he called you out on his podcast. This is gonna end very badly. You ain't stepped up, you fell off. I'm not a good guy. You don't get a trophy for participation. And these two right here, well, they're my insurance policy. What? This is a great show. No enhancement needed. Hello, everyone. This is the Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast. We are back in full swing, ready for some No Mercy. Yes, anything but mercy, please. So you get nothing. My name is Jimmy Moorcraft, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Liam McNulty. Liam, Jimmy, how are you? Good. How you doing? Doing well. We have a couple pay-per-views coming up. Uh, one definitely more exciting than the other, in my personal opinion. And yeah. Kurt Angle, I like your swag, man. We well, find so out. far. We will find out yours soon. Yeah, I kind of have a feeling where the Hell in a Cell card is going, though. Yeah. Um, so we will be breaking down Monday Night Raw. This is our go-home week for No Mercy. This uh, is it. Kicking off the go-home show to No Mercy was yeah. Kurt Angle. Followed by The Miz, Kurt Angle was out there essentially hyping the two WrestleMania-caliber main events. Yeah, which, which they are. Yeah, I was just going to say no one can see that I just did air quotes, but I just did air <laughs> quotes. You got to state and, the air um, quotes. But they are very big matches, and I find that with the new network era, it's actually smart of them. Because this is generally a lull period for them up until Survivor Series. Yeah. So I like that they're choosing this time of the year to Amp things up, yeah. Exciting. Definitely. So as Kurt Angle is announcing all the matches and Miz's music hits, and one thing I found interesting is that Corey Graves is like, oh, well, of course, Maurice isn't here. You know, she's pregnant. And I'm thinking, <laughs> so is she more pregnant this week than she was last week? Because yeah, by a week. It's gonna take I mean, a few, I'm not a doctor. It's going to take a few weeks for all that, <laughs> you know, all that biology stuff to her, start. Yeah, the but, pregnancy to catch up with her. But um, by the way, you think that she's definitely pregnant, right? Probably. Otherwise, okay. I mean, it's pretty weird. I thought like the integration of like the whole Kurt Angle father storyline would be a better father than that, me. That was kind of weird. That definitely to me. makes you question it a little bit. But it's then again, in timing. nine months, unless they do a horrible miscarriage storyline, which wouldn't be good, oh, we, we would know whether or not the baby wasn't actually yeah expelled out of Mercy's uterus, or if it turns so. out it's just a hand, which yeah. also could happen. Wow, yeah, too bad Mae Young is not here. Eh, she's better off. Hey, don't. So the Miz comes out. He's complaining about the IC title. By the way, I kind of assumed he was going to announce something for the IC title just yeah. because there's no match yet. And because you're so smart. You saw <laughs> well, of course. So the Miz complains about how the IC title was last defended in front of about 15 people, like an armory, but at the Barclay Center, mind you. So, uh, Wait, what well, the title wasn't defended. I'm sorry, the last time the IC championship, we know last you, time we the know IC what, champion. We know or you meant, whichever. Yeah, the last yeah. time the IC champion was on pay-per-view, he was wrestling in front of... Basically nobody for right. not the championship. SummerSlam pre-show. Which is funny because as a heel, whenever there are championship matches, he does whatever he can to slide through. So that's obviously the ironic heel part of it all. Yeah. Nonetheless. I'm not a good guy. Kurt Angle makes an interesting match for that. Well, I don't. Did they? I'm not sure if they <laughs> announced it for the main event right away. No. No. So it was later on Elias. Well, just Elias now, yep. Elias Sampson. Yeah, they dropped his name yeah. to save money. Jason Jordan and the Hardy Boys. Uh, first of all, before we talk about who got added and the outcome, how did you feel about the initial four? Because I was a little confused Why? myself. Why? Well, I mean, I understood Jeff Hardy's inclusion. I definitely understood Jason Jordan's inclusion. Yeah. Uh, Matt Hardy, 
I feel like if they were ever going to put them in a match together during this run, it would be something different. I'm not saying that I well, this anticipated a few. Dr- gotta keep them separated. <laughs> well, this well, isn't like... Uh... But they won't be separated come TLC. I'm sure they'll be in a match. I don't know. I mean, they did a backstage interview to kind of talk about it. Like, yeah. Jeff was like, let the best Hardy win. So I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know what... Like, did Matt seek out that opportunity? Did he, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, feel, I just. I know what you're saying, but I feel like Jeff is more out of place because Jeff is, you know, a bigger star than Matt, at least in WWE. Yeah, but he was just in an IC championship in match. And you could argue that if Maurice isn't here now, that maybe Jeff Hardy could actually get the job done. So I kind of saw a story there. Yeah. So I kind of understood that because the Miz on... didn't cheat in that match, but still, Maurice being there, you could argue, helped him yeah, win. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Of um, course. So I don't know. I mean, I guess I can't think of other people to put in on top of my head, which is why I guess I understand why they were in. I mean, Elias has a pretty good record right now. And then, so The Miz is saying how Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas are being overlooked. Jason Jordan gets them aided to the match, Mm -hmm. which I saw coming. Yeah. Again, maybe because I'm smart. Yeah. Or just obviousness. Bit of both. And well, it's interesting because Jason Jordan wound up pinning one of those two later. So there's a case to be made that Jason Jordan knew what he was doing. Oh, yeah. This, even though, at sight, as Miz said, it's not the smartest decision. Yeah, I think he pinned Curtis Axel, right? Yeah. Um, I guess we could jump into that part right now because that was the main event of the night. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess I like that. Underwhelming main event for a go-home show. I definitely agree with that. Um, it was an underwhelming show for... Um, there was a lot I think of like, it video packages well. and interviews, yeah. you know. I think it did well to hammer in the stories and to help the story development, but I think the wrestling itself was kind of sparse. Yeah. So if I was there live, I'd be annoyed. But as a viewer, I liked what they did in Definitely. terms of the buildup. Yeah. But it was very video package heavy. So as we just talked about, Jason Jordan won the match, and yep. he is now the Intercontinental Champion. Miz then beats him up after the match, calls him a bastard. Wait, no, no, no. He's the now number one contender for right. the year. Sorry, I'm bad with words today. <laughs> he, won, he won a match with He already won. Yeah, he already won. Uh, you didn't know? Jason Jordan became the number one contender. Therefore, this Sunday, it will be the Miz versus Jason Jordan. Uh, how do you see this shaking out, and what is your prediction? Well, my prediction is how I see it shaking out, but it's not my wishful booking. I would have the Miz win, but I think more likely Jason Jordan's going to overcome yeah. the odds and win the title and the match and... Yeah. It's not going to be that good. Yeah, I'm not excited. I no. do believe Jason Jordan will win. Um, yep. God damn, pal. He didn't really even have that big of a presence in the match, I felt like. It wasn't like he went on like a tear. Yeah. So I, Which I he don't... can do. It is, it is exciting when he starts yeah. like, going crazy like that. Yeah, and I liked what they were doing, showing him wrestling with Cena and Roman. So I guess I like how they got to the match. Yeah. And how the IC title was spotlighted on an episode of Raw. Right. So that's yeah, that's true. me. The next match we can talk about is the tag team championship scene, which I'm kind of bored with personally. Uh, The match they did on Raw, I feel like they should have just done this Sunday, but I'm guessing they're going to do it at the next pay-per-view, which is why I still wouldn't have done it this past Monday. Oh, you think that's where they're headed? Well, I guess the Hardy Boys will be in the match, too. So maybe a fatal four-way or something. Those are the four teams. Those are the only teams in the tag division. Yeah. Well, I think Dawson... Brock could use another team. I think Scott is getting ready to return. I think it's November or October. Okay. So that's probably where I see them going. They could still use a six team. Yeah, he's later in Rhino. Just kidding. Oh, by the way, (laughs) I don't know. Well, I guess we could talk about this later. I sent you the article, but you never answered. Did you read it? Yeah, I read it. Okay. I disagree. Oh, I do too. I just think it's funny based upon your wishful booking. The authors have been completely, going to SmackDown. yeah, completely ruins that. SmackDown doesn't. I don't know if you think about the existing divisions. I think the authors of pain fit better on Raw. 
See, I could see them entering a feud with New Day right away, personally. Well, I could see it. Because after the Usos, there's no other heel team. So, and that's one thing I was saying. So, I don't know. I, you lose! Good day, sir! I could see both, but yeah. the Revival are waiting in the wings, so that's why I can see them there. I mean, I, I, guess I, I hate to it depends on what you want to have them your, do when they get well, to right. the main roster. I mean, you definitely have a heavy bias of what you want them to yeah. do. Yeah, I but, mean, look uh, at them. Just look at them. But, that's my case. So, no not getting ahead of ourselves, the match this Sunday is, of we course... The bar invoking their rematch clause against Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. This is going to be an amazing match. Definitely. Like their SummerSlam match was. Yes, it was. Um, this past Monday on Raw, there was a triple threat match with Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. Personally, I wouldn't have had Gallows and Anderson so intertwined right now if all they're doing is taking the pinfalls. Yeah. I would have had them either facing enhancement talents or doing something on the side. That keeps them while... stronger than they currently do? Exactly. How did I know? Booking 101, but they're at booking 100 right now, yeah. I think. So I booking have to be honest, I think the obvious prediction would be Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose winning, which I'm definitely fairly confident will happen. Me too. But with TLC coming and the type of pay-per-view that is, I could see them doing a dumb switch here. And kind of having like a rematch before, and that's how you get all the teams involved for a TLC match. Yeah. Because the match is going to have to justify Sheamus and Cesaro being in the TLC match or whatever they have at TLC. I'm not saying it's TLC. I think it should be a TLC. Oh, definitely. Obviously, I want the Hardy Boys in it in some capacity. Yeah. So unless you do like Sheamus and Cesaro versus the Hardy Boys in a number one contender match after Dean and Seth win. And there's like a no contest and you right. get to a triple threat. Yeah. But I don't see Sheamus and Cesaro just like going away. No. So, no. No. Of course. They're one of the few teams. And that's the problem having major superstars be a tag team is because now like like on they're SmackDown. They're kind of above the rest right, of the tag but division. But you kind of have to find a way to have them now included at all times. Whereas yeah. the Usos, you could argue after Hell in a Cell, they could disappear when another team, not the authors of pain, come and challenge Thank them. Thank you. <laughs> so I don't know. So I just think that they, you know, like Seth and Dean, I'm assuming when they break away from the tag team scene, they're probably going to have a rivalry. Yeah. Like there's a, probably a long term plan for them. Run. Yeah, totally. And I would probably do the same with Sheamus and Cesaro, to be honest. I think that Cesaro yeah. still could be a good baby face and they're still oh, tied at their series. Yeah. Initially. Yeah. We don't just set the bar. We are the bar. But um, but yeah, so I think Seth and Dean are going to win, but I wouldn't put it past WWE doing something, maybe a disqualification or a yeah. count out to kind of help Sheamus Cesaro not take a legitimate pinfall loss. Right, right, right. How if, about you? If this match Sunday was a triple threat, I could much more likely see a title switch because of what happened on Raw. You know, they have yeah. Cesaro and Sheamus get a win, but not at Seth and Dean's expense because like you're saying, Seth and Dean are both like themselves kind of above the whole Raw Tag Division because they're two top stars in the single scene. Yeah. Put together to make one super team. (laughs) Yes. Sheamus and Cesaro, like, still have to be, like, stiff competition for them, but really never stand a chance when it's a straight-up tag match between the two teams. Yeah. We are the bar! Yeah. So you think Seth and Dean are going to win? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. And so, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that match. I'm sure it's going to be good from a tactical standpoint. Yeah. Um, yeah, it should be a really, really good match. I agree. Moving on to a match that I don't care that much about, the Cruiserweight Championship, Neville and mm. Enzo. Um, Let's talk about it. We're going to talk about Braun Strowman in a little bit. Yeah. As much as I enjoyed what he did to Enzo, I don't think it was necessary. Not at all. Um, I understand what they're doing, but I just I don't think I don't is. get what the message was. Especially there. because him and Roman had a match, a dark match that night, so it's not like the fans wouldn't have seen them live anyway. Braun and, Braun and Roman had yeah. a dark match, which okay. of course Braun lost. 
Um, it was wow. A, yeah, it was a San Jose street fight. He lost. He got pinned. Yes. Wow. He got speared, he got speared through a table. And I that mean, sucks. This is Roman, though. You can't be that wowing about it. Come on. I agree I mean, with in you. This situation, I agree. It needs to be a question if Roman can win, and there needs to. Yeah. Well, you know, I just Braum needs to look unstoppable. I just wouldn't have booked a street fight where there had to be a winner. I would have no, just done a one-on-one match and then send the crowd home happy with the spear through the table. Yeah. Even though, is that really sending the crowd home happy at this point? Well, no. So you get nothing. Uh, uh, I answered it for you. Yeah, yeah. thank you. So, uh, so en- Enzo came out to start a spiel. Braun thankfully ended it before it could begin, and then Neville came. Uh, Neville's such a great heel. Uh, yeah. I don't think they should have ever taken the title off of him. I hate that they did at this point because Akira Tozawa isn't a even a thing anymore. Yeah. Uh, it could have been so good if he was still a champion. Yeah, where is Akira Tozawa? He's on 205 Live sometimes, okay. but not just well, that's where he is. such that's a bad... Don't watch it, so I never see him. But not all the time, though. It, just, it was such a bad decision crowning him as champion. Agreed. Um, so then Neville picks up the scraps of Enzo and then defeats Grand Metalik in a good match. I don't know why they force these matches to be so short because Grand Metalik and Neville could have put on a clinic, I'm sure. Mm. I mean, this is coming from oh, Grand, Grand Metalik was a finalist in the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. And the way they've been handling him. He's definitely in the top 10 of most underused superstars. Yeah. And you wouldn't think of him as a name. I mean, you have Sami Zayn and Emma and Gallows and Anderson above him, definitely. Of course. But he's such a talented wrestler that I don't like what they're doing. But, uh... You just made the list! Did you watch 205 Live? No. Okay. I did not. I didn't either. So, I'm just going to say that Neville and Enzo had a confrontation on 205 Live. Probably a safe bet. Well, I mean, I know that actually happened. Oh, then great call. What the fuck happened? Uh, well, regardless, <laughs> I uh... Do you see them going with a title change here? No. Uh, well, I, I give Enzo a 35%, 40% chance, maybe. Like, 60-40. Okay. I think Neville obviously should win. Yeah. But there's a chance they put the title on Enzo. I obviously like a fluke really roll-up or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Oh, Enzo would absolutely have to cheat to win it. Yeah. So, which we know yeah, he will um, do. I'm kind of confident they're going to let Neville keep it. But again, Hopefully. there's definitely that chance. Yeah. Um, yep. They don't have much to say about the actual match itself. To be honest, I'm not really excited for it. And I got zero apps to give. I will say that Enzo Mori has a chance to shut up the critics if he can put on a decent performance with Neville. Do you think he can? Um, I think that he could put on a passable match. Because to be fair, we haven't seen him in long singles matches. Yeah. We've seen him in tag team matches. And he has done some cool things in the ring. Yeah. Not a lot, but some. You know, yeah. He has a mean Tornado DDT, for example. Probably can't think of another thing, but... Uh, you just made the list! Actually, in his first singles match as a Cruiserweight competitor, he did that thing where he, like, held the rope and did, like, a backflip to, like, get out of a wrist lock. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he, did, it, he flashes did it pretty slowly stuff. if memory serves. Well, yeah. But, I mean, I give, I give the kid credit for trying. Yeah. But um, I think it's possible... And you can't teach it's possible he puts in a decent performance. But where do you think yeah. they go after this? Cedric Alexander? God, I hope so. Should have happened at WrestleMania. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I think that's definite. Uh, I also, th- I mean, I watch NXT, obviously, but I, you know, seeing Pete Dunne as a UK champion, oh, so Tyler Bate, Mark Andrews was, was another guy in that division. Leo Andrews. Rush is now there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just like there's so much they could be doing for this division to help yeah. bolster it that I'm hoping happens. Add those guys to the cruiserweight division. You're yeah. Saying. Yeah. I, I think I that agree. would be a great way to handle them. Um, and make it better. The next is the first ever man-to-man match. <laughs> uh, Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt Yeah I swear I've seen one or two of those before um, So last week I said how I wished Bray Wyatt and Goldust could have a sustained rivalry And I enjoyed that idea But it kind of just came and went mm-hmm. And this week they went ahead and split the difference for you I like how they Here kind of go. explored it 
Um, Two weeks in a row. You know, I, you know, I like the whole Dustin Rhodes thing. I think that it was a ballsy choice at this time in his career, just yeah. to because he looked do that yeah. like with the he looked pretty with, weird with the gold dust stuff on. Yeah. Like, why not just change your just attire? Street clothes, yeah, yeah. So that was the only part I didn't like about it. I like the idea. The crowd was receptive to it. I think that he could go on a decent run as the Dustin Rhodes character if he wants to. He's a good Definitely. performer, yeah, good talker. I've liked his, I liked his promo. Starcade is coming back, so maybe he could do something with that. That'd be yeah. cool. And he had a match with Bray Wyatt, which was a little more competitive, but then ended with his sister Abigail. I like how the sister Abigail he dominated the whole match, but it was a short match, and then he ran right into his yeah, sister Abigail. Yeah, it was very similar to the very... Randy Orton in English match this week. Um, yeah, but I, I like how the sister Abigail is kind of being. They're not talking about it as like on the level of an RKO, but they're framing it as like an out of nowhere move. Yeah, and it never really was that. So I kind of yeah. like that. I don't think they're intentionally it's doing this. It's not really that. I mean, no, but no, two step. But I feel like there are ways to like catch somebody in it and do it. And I, yeah. I don't think that's what they were going for in Raw. But I kind of see potential in them exploring that further. But not like a sister Abigail out of nowhere thing. It doesn't sound good when you say no. that, like an RKO does. Yeah. But nonetheless, uh, <laughs> nonetheless, Finn Balor did a video promo, a la what Bray Wyatt does normally, and. Uh, it was good. I see some people really liking this. I, you know, Finn comes across very manufactured sometimes to me. But he don't know talking good like me and you. I don't know. I don't know. So I got the whole story. He was telling how essentially the thesis of it was a man could be stronger than his demons. Definitely. When the man creates the demon. Yeah. So I liked that. The demon it was, was good. his creation. So. Um, I don't know. I love Finn Balor, but I kind of want Bray Wyatt to win. But I, I was know thinking that the same thing. Finn Balor is going to, I think. Yeah. Wishful booking and have Bray win, because I think that Finn Balor can, in a few months, realistically become the number one contender to the Universal Championship and be the champion and or be in that title scene. Yeah, but what about that then looming question of the war paint? Does it add to his wrestling ability or just make him look cooler? You know, is he less good when he's not wearing makeup as he is when he is wearing makeup? Well, you know, he's already beaten Roman Reigns in regular Finn Balor uh, attire. So I think that you you could maybe paint Bray as like his kryptonite. They're not going with that, but wishful booking is how I would kind of frame that. Yeah. Um, With the mind games? Yeah. So I don't have faith in them doing that. I think that Finn's just going to win. I don't know where they go from here. Do you think this is the start of like another program with them? Like they're kind of doing like a reset and they're going to have another match that's the question i think it depends what the outcome is if finn wins more than likely not if bray wins more than likely yes so one thing i just thought of is that tlc is usually obviously tables ladders and chairs and the pay-per-view preceding that pay-per-view there's usually something with one of those objects in a match oh yeah so maybe bray wyatt goes hits him with a chair and gets a disqualification they go have a chairs Chairs match match yeah so i could see one of those match well, that's really the only match I could see that happening with, personally. Unless, or like, the Hardy match. Boys come I mean, out. I would rather see a ladder match, but what do you grab? Right. So you get nothing! And I think that the tag titles are probably going to be a ladder match. Yeah. Um, but regardless, I mean, I think it'll be a good match. I hope it's better than their SummerSlam match. I feel like they both kind of were rushed on time. It was only 12 minutes. Yeah. And I think that they're capable of a lot more. So definitely. I'm oh, they hoping definitely that they are. Um, question. How, how do you see this going and wishful booking or predictions? Um, yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree with you. I'm just, I like, I was thinking about Bray Wyatt winning the match too, but I, I'm just concerned with Finn, the perception afterwards, you know, like, how does he look going forward? He looks like he has to be the demon if he really wants to have a chance at winning the biggest matches. Yeah. I mean, I think you could have Bray cheat somehow. 
um, if you wanted to yeah, kind okay. of cushion that idea. Yeah. But God's cheating again. But uh, I'm gonna be interested to see how it plays out. I don't. I have a feeling it's gonna be not just a straight up like pinfall or submission. Probably. Well, I don't yeah. think it'll be a submission anyway. Definitely not. Moving on to the women's scene, which definitely got even more convoluted this week. Oh yeah. We had Nia Jax oh, yeah. versus Alexa Bliss, which is a match that I definitely wouldn't have done already. Nope. Um, yep, me neither. I loved what they were doing though in the match. I just love Alexa. Wouldn't have been my first call or my second. Yeah, I or love third. Alexa. Just she's just so good with nuances and the way she was escaping the ring and just yeah. her facial everything. I just love her. Love her yeah, facials. Yeah, yeah. Love yeah, her was... facials. <laughs> um, Not gonna take the bait. Alexa goes to run away, which also makes sense with her character. Not only because she's a heel, but she's done that in other matches. So I kind of like that little added note. Yeah. And then Sasha's music comes out. Sasha comes out and Sasha's music comes out um, brings out Sasha yeah uh, which makes Alexa Bliss essentially go back into the ring and after a few more minutes she gets pinned by Nia which I don't have that big of a problem with I think Nia Jax needs a win like that on her resume even though if you look at the size difference I don't think that's doing a lot no for Nia what you would think but Alexa has still built up herself as like a cunning smart champion credible champion Yeah. yeah Because you can argue that, like, Sasha Banks is also smaller than Nia, but Nia's had a difficult time beating Sasha. So, yeah. Nia Jax pins Alexa Bliss after her pop-up Samoan drop. Sasha runs into the ring, goes on Nia's back. Nia slams Sasha. Nia goes to leave the ring, but then goes back to kind of do more damage. Yeah. A returning That's Bailey right. comes in her hometown, mm-hmm. which when I heard they were in San Jose, I was like, well, they have Bailey return, but I didn't think it made sense. I still don't think it makes sense, but we'll get <laughs> to that in a little bit. In hindsight, yeah. Uh, then Alexa, Sasha, and Bailey essentially, te- well, not essentially, they team up to take down Nia. Yeah. And then uh, I, th- I thought for a split second, this is how they were going to get to Alexa being a baby face. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why I was dumb to think that, because I always oh, thought that no, they would I have mean, like a sustained Alexa Nia feud. And this is how you would get to Alexa being cheered. The face in that situation. But then yeah. I, you know, so I see her holding up the hands and then Alexa's kind of pulling like a Seth Rollins back in the day when the, the shield was broken up. But they would have those matches together where Alexa's like all smiling. Yeah. And then it runs into a Bailey to belly. And then Sasha and Bailey have like a little tense moment looking at the championship. And then that segment ends and it right. is now announced that is now a fatal five way. Yeah, Did you for see a this second coming there, right away? No, for a second oh, there, well, I expected yeah. Emma right. to come out and get in Bailey's face, and then the commentators could basically just say, all right, everyone sees where this is going, right? Emma's out, Bailey's in for the four-way for No Mercy. Yeah. So, so I guess that's good, because I, I just it just hit me that this doesn't bode well for Emma. Yeah, it may <laughs> still not. Not. Even, not even being on Raw. Yeah, I the, mean, the commentators did say that they were in Australia and she stayed there a few extra days. I don't know if we were supposed to think that she was still there. But then Emma put out a tweet herself saying, you know, I started the women's revolution. I deserve a night off. Yeah. I'll see you guys on Sunday. Yeah. I don't know if they showed that on Raw. I think they, they may did. have. They okay. Did. So I didn't have that big of a problem with it because the commentators made it a point to say that they were just in her hometown and she yeah. wants to stay there. Her home country. I still disagree with. I her still think. of Australia. I still think that they should have had her there. And I yeah. actually think that you could have had Emma had the last laugh, even though that would have definitely solidified the fact that. She's she wouldn't be winning. winning. Yeah. But something. I mean, I still think that I think she should have beat that Sasha fact last week. is pretty week. solid yeah. at this point. You know, yeah. it'll be, I mean, there's a chance. I think there's, a, we think there's a yes. chance she could win. So let's but get it'll into be the uh, an predictions. Upset, you know, that'll be the biggest yeah, upset so, possible. Um, I, I'm struggling with this because I, I think that out of all the people Emma would pin, it'd be Sasha. 
I don't think they'd have Bailey take the pin. Nia Jax yeah. definitely not, and I don't think they'd have Alexa take the pin because the whole point of this is that she can't get pinned. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of see Emma. I could see Emma doing this. Then we have to get into. I, I could see Emma winning the Raw Women's Championship. I would see her. Yeah, I but would then see we her, have to transition uh, into the win from somebody else. I Alexa versus Emma, which is weird. Yeah, and then what happens after that? Like, does Alexa just beat her right away? Do do we yeah, have? That's a good point. Emma versus like Bailey. Do we have Nia Jax be more of a crowd favorite and turns baby not turns baby face but kind of enters that Braun Strowman role? Yeah, she beats Emma. So I think that the future is a lot. It's exciting to think about because I don't know where they would go. Mm-hmm. But I kind of think Alexa is just going to straight up win. I think she's yeah. going to retain. I could see her maybe. Doing what you said Emma may do, I could kind of see her doing. Like maybe Nia Jax goes for a her finishing move and Alexa like drop kicks her out of the way. Yeah. And then pins Steals the win. Let's say Sasha. Yeah. Or Emma. I mean it's Emma, either, Oh no, no. If Emma doesn't yeah. win the match, she's almost a hundred percent getting yeah, pinned. This is true. Um I thought they were gonna go to Alexa and Nia afterwards, which I guess is still exciting because Nia can prove that she can beat her. Mm. So there's that element built yeah. in. But then it's kind of anticlimactic if she just beats her again. So I still don't know even where they would go after this. Like, do they go to Bailey and Alexa again? Because Bailey still hasn't gotten her proper one-on-one match that she won yeah. back near SummerSlam. For SummerSlam, yeah. Is this how we That's get to point. Sasha and Bailey at WrestleMania? But then what about Asuka? Yeah. And which, what about TakeOver? Whose, whose vignettes what, are amazing. SummerSlam. Yeah. In true. Brooklyn. Yes, right. Yeah, so... But yeah, Asuka. See, that's what... We know Asuka's on the horizon, so... Who should Asuka win the title off of? I think, I think either, Nia. Either Nia or Emma. <laughs> yeah, I could see Asuka beating Emma in, like, her first proper feud. Yeah. And then beating Nia at WrestleMania. I still hold true to my plan from last week. Did you see that Paige... Uh, I was going to bring that up. Yes. Yeah, Paige said she's going to return. Technically, she's on Raw, but, I mean, she could easily come back to SmackDown. Um, actually, she's now listed on the website. She was drafted to Raw, but on the WWE.com website, who had a story about her returning. Yeah. She's now listed as a free agent. Hmm. So, so I can SmackDown. kind of see her going to SmackDown since yeah. Raw's getting Asuka. Um, Definitely. That's I don't a good know point. where she would go because we'll talk about SmackDown in a bit. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, I think you generally agree with me with the women's scene. Do you have anything to add about the match or Bailey's inclusion or how you feel about the way Bailey returned? Which I could have think maybe there's it could have been done better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it was no, I mean it was weird to have <laughs> no, it was no. weird to have uh, Alexa, Sasha, and Bailey team up to take out Nia, and then it was weird to have two faces in Sasha and Bailey team up to take out Alexa. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I agree. Um, so just the questionable booking on the Raw Women's Division continues. That was not wishful. It was not wishful no. booking. It was questionable booking. Yeah. Agreed. I give it a four out of ten. <laughs> but I am very excited for the match, I have to say. Um, it should be a really good match. A little le- I hate to say this. Wood. I hate to say this, but it's WWE's fault for how they've handled Bailey. But I'm actually less excited now that Bailey's involved. I think that yeah. it's an unnecessary inclusion. And yeah. Even four with Emma not being there, I still would have liked to see how that match would have gone. Yeah. So, that is one thing, though. I'm happy that Emma didn't get replaced by Bailey because that was my first impression. I read online there's a guy named James McKenna. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he is, I think, a current writer there. And he okay. tweets a lot about like certain things. And he said that a certain former NXT <clears throat> women's champion has just been cleared the night of Bailey's return. 
do you think it's possible this was a last minute addition that they were in San Jose? They capitalized. I on think it. it was somewhat of a last minute. Yeah, me addition. too. When they made the four way, they were thinking that there's a very good chance that's what it'll wind up being in No Mercy. Yeah. And another issue before we move on to our two uh, main WrestleMania caliber main events is no. they didn't at least talk about the fact that Bailey has a championship match that she won. They just added her. So yeah, I, maybe some uh, commentary about that. Huh. I, I understand why. But no one said like they should have definitely said that. Yeah. Yeah. To justify like, adding her. Bailey should have gone on the mic and said, you know, I'm back. And I last time we checked, I was number one contender. Yep. I demand to be her. number one. So I'm hoping for number one contender with three others. I'm hoping they clarify that during the video package or at an interview or yeah. something. So, but then again, I have no package faith in that. that. Yeah. Um, Nor do I. Are you good on the women? Yeah. Okay. I'm great on the women. Always good on the women. Love okay. Them. So, first of all, what do you see main eventing? We'll start there. Roman Reigns versus John Cena or Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar? I think it has to be Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar. Agreed. Still. So, do you want to talk about Roman Cena first? Sure. In that okay. vein. So. Make a lot of sense. This week, Roman had a promo at a go-home show, which is very rare for him because Vince... Yeah. By the way, it's been like confirmed that Vince doesn't actually trust him in the ring with the microphone by himself. Like yeah. That's been like an open thing. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, I didn't know that. If you notice it, the way they booked his matches in the past two years at pay-per-views, it's always not him doing a promo by himself in the ring like any normal oh, wow. championship caliber main event guy should. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Jim Ross said that on his podcast a few times. Jerry Lawler said it, which they probably shouldn't be saying that stuff. Yeah. They don't mean to, like, mm. say it, but just clarifies what we know and think. Yeah. Hey, don't. So this week, Roman does it. Uh, he does a go-home promo to a hard camera yep. by himself in the middle yep. of an of a arena. And, you know, definitely wasn't terrible. Uh, I still struggle with just him as a human, the way he delivers words. and Okay. He doesn't look that comfortable. I think that he definitely sounded more comfortable. Yeah. I think that it, I a had little issues bit. with like, the way he like just kind of like looked at the camera, and it was very like promo school to me. But <laughs> what he said worked. I don't okay. know why. I of saw course, where that was, where it was going. Of course he says this stuff when Cena isn't there. A is my first comment. Um, yeah. My feeling was that this is how they justify Cena owning him on the mic the past three weeks is they knew all along that he's going to be able to get the last word in before the match on the night when Cena, you know, is doing exactly the same thing as he gave Rock shit for doing. Which still makes Roman not look past. that good because it still shows that in a ring with John Cena, you can't verbally stand toe to toe with him. Yeah, the only way, exactly. You can, the only way you can get a one-up yeah. on him on the mic is if he's not there. I, You know, I have to say overall, and I'll ask you, but I'll tell you my opinion first. I'm going to ask you how you feel Please. about this, the buildup to this feud. I will prepare my answer while you're speaking. I disagree with the route they've taken. I don't know. So I've talked about the inconsistencies with what Roman has said, how with the acting, which you brought up again on this go home episode. Yeah. But then he's complaining how or making fun of Cena for not being like The Rock. Mm -hmm. And then other comments about how you bury talent, but then complained about how John Cena made essentially Jason Jordan look great for. 11 minutes, how yeah. he beat him, which he, was he took longer to beat him than John Cena did. Just a lot of the stuff was just contradictory, contradictory and yeah. it, it just wasn't, you know, the first two weeks I didn't mind. I definitely think there could have been a minor physical scuffle, even if it wound up being what I said, like a couple reversed moves and a standoff yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, it was the safe bet what they did with both this and the main event or 
maybe the main event. Braun Strowman versus Lesnar it. by keeping them apart in both cases I on Raw. Well, I expected it for Braun and Brock. You're hearing me now, ain't you? And I thought it made sense for Braun and Brock, and I love the Braun and Brock okay. stuff, which we'll get into. So, you know, Roman Reigns got the last laugh, which makes me think that him winning is a little less likely, A. Yeah. What he said, I understood. I just don't know if that whole tired storyline of John Cena's leaving part-time is Being working for this feud right now. Yeah. He said it once. Why are you going? Why not? Why not talk about the match itself? I need to win this. I need to beat you. I'm going to overtake you as the guy. Like the material could have been so much better and focused on this match. Yeah. It rarely was about building a match and, and a, more of a defamation of his character. And I understand this feud well, is personal. Well, that's what the feud is. Yeah, but still, you wanna you wanna promote a match. And beside us seeing the little card of the visual of it, mm-hmm. I don't feel like that Roman's promo did that. Yeah. Yes, it made me want to see if Roman can take down the guy that he's saying this stuff about. Definitely. But at the same time, I wanted more of a sports-like feel too. It's still sports entertainment. That was a lot of entertainment for me. He's, it's it's it's. They're giving a, you all a, entertainment like and no drama. sports. Oh, it's all talk. It's all talking. It's like a soap opera right now. The match. About... You'll get your sports in the match Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at this point there should be ten. <laughs> Watch ra- your damn sports. You'll get your damn sports if you're patient. I feel like that there should be like ten three minute rounds of like a promo battle and a scorecard this Sunday. That's, I feel like it should be a promo match for the first yeah. time ever. And that's how I feel like this it should be this... two out of three falls, where and... the third fall is just a promo. <sighs> Unless and this builds, Roman loses, obviously. Unless this builds to a WrestleMania match, which is how I would book this, I would yeah. have. I like your Plus idea. You have Roman take out Cena for a while, which somehow. you'll talk about when you get into your talking about. Well, this. I mean, I I've talked I, about. Well, yeah. So you have this fantasy booking of the Office yeah. of Pain debuting, and do you have the ref getting knocked down? I'm assuming, and that's how this happens, or do you have a disqualification? Still kind of trying to figure it out. Because I would book it what you're saying as a DQ. Yeah, go and ahead. that's how Please. you lead. Go ahead. So if you want Help that to out. happen, I would have a DQ where Roman completely turns I'll heel. I'll sign off on that. AOP comes. They join. I don't know if you want to start a stable name or whatever you want to do. That's, yeah, that's I, haven't, your, I haven't thought about it. Yeah, yet, that's your yeah, creative stuff you can get be. into. But that's the how hammer. you go to the another hammer. another match yeah. is there was no decisive victor. Yep. And yeah, oh, yeah, of course. That's why I kind of hate that Braun and Brock is happening right now because I really feel like at WrestleMania, it could have been Cena versus Roman, even if there was a match already. Yeah. And Braun and Brock. I feel like those two matches would have been great. AJ Shinsuke. But you and can't you do both of the down. matches having done both of them at No Mercy. Right. That's yeah. where the problem lies. Definitely. Um, and, of course, we're inevitably getting to Reigns and Lesnar at WrestleMania, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it's ine- we're back to it. It's inevitable? Because one of us has been... Right there well, with that all along. Wishful even booking though, isn't you know, an, my wishful booking doesn't go that way, but I think no, of that's course. where Neither they're going mine, to go. But, I, but yeah, yeah, that's where they're going to go. Yeah, well, that's why. That but that's page. why your AOP thing doesn't really make sense unless they turn Brock straight oh, no. up. Yeah, my AOP thing is the is the course correction away from Lesnar versus Roman. Gotcha. That's step, oh that's shit. step one in this separate timeline. I actually may have another wrench in your plan. Uh, the oh, NXT great. NXT tapings happen and they finally the authors came of back. Pain are back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not unprecedented. To have him on both for a no. cup of coffee? Uh, no, I guess not. But I'm trying to think. Don't let me stop you. Yeah, but that think? episode's going to be airing in three weeks, and this would be happening on Sunday. So I don't know. It's not unprecedented, but it would also yeah. be kind of weird for them to do both, like in a yeah. tag team division. I'm sorry, I don't want to rain in your. No, play. you're right. Liam you're looks right. very deflated you're right now. Right. I feel bad. 
Um, maybe maybe they'll Thanks. cut it out, and I don't know. But uh, so my wishful booking of this, because although I like your idea, I don't think it's going to happen personally. Okay. But you could okay. still retain it. Yeah. My wishful booking is John Cena gonna, wins. Right now, I'm just going to cut out what you're saying and put in what you just said about my <laughs> idea. Sorry, go ahead. Um, my wishful booking is... My, my wishful booking is John Cena wins. I think that there's not much of a story if Roman just wins here. I feel yeah. like it would have to end, A. There's no way it can go on. And the feud would be over if Roman wins. I, I mean, I think so. Am yeah. I, do you agree? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, unless sparring something like what my plan is, yeah. <laughs> okay. But if like a str- if that doesn't happen, and he wins, which is the more likely scenario, I think it needs to end. Yeah, if I he guess just wins, because so. then he proved Cena wrong. And yeah, and I just can't imagine say. doing like Roman beating Taker at WrestleMania, Triple H at WrestleMania, almost beating. Well, I actually don't like when they say that he almost beat Brock because he really didn't. Before Seth cashed in, uh, Brock F five Roman. Beat Brock? They alluded to that very a lot of times the yeah. way that they say that he took Brock to his limit and yeah Roman would have won Roman has said it and I'm sure well, he'll say yeah. it leading up to this Wrestlemania well, Roman will say it, yeah Roman says a lot of things in case you haven't noticed I'm not a good guy I don't have high hopes in this being like a good match like a HBK Undertaker I kind of see this being more like a Rock Hogan just a lot of finishing moves yeah I or am, a Cena Rock I think it's gonna be Hey, yeah, but they I did think they had a good story in that match, personally. Yeah, but I, the I match was it. a lot of finishing moves. Yeah, I guess. But it was a long. A lot of punches. It was long, too. Yeah, clotheslines. This I don't see being super long. I Maybe maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, unless Braun and Brock is really short, then I maybe they get more. I see it being super man-punch-filled. Yeah. Um, I'm going to estimate and go on record right are. now of saying five Superman punches... <laughs> yeah. Uh, at least five attempts. At least three spears. And wow. at least three. So Roman's winning because after spear three, that would end the match. Definitely. I think three it took, finishers. It took Undertaker we'll four anybody. spears to get put down. But he didn't pin did him he, after the did first. Did he really? Yeah. He, remember, he did the first spear, but then didn't pin him. Oh. Then he did the second spear kick out, third spear kick out, four spear pin. Jeez. You just made the list. Yeah. I actually just watched that match yesterday. That was a really bad match. It was uh, it was not good, right? I, I mean, we talked about it. that when we yeah when we it. did it, yeah yeah. I I would love to know what I gave it's that match star wise because I think I was doing stars back then, right? Yeah. Well, I, I hope I didn't give it above two and a half. Yeah, I don't. God I don't remember. Me. You can go back and listen to it though. This is true. As can anybody at home. Yeah. So yeah, so I see John Cena winning. It's going to be a hard fought battle. Um, yeah. And how about you? How do you see this going down? How, did you like the build? Talk about the build, and then how you see the match going, and who you think should win and will win. Yeah. Well, I've been. I mean, we've been both talking. Yeah. About it, kind of. Okay. Um. So I guess the outcome then. I think. I think build wise, the safe thing to do is to have them never square off, and now they've built up all this anticipation. So I think. You need to have some some kind of a definitive outcome on Sunday, which they're not going to probably have, I think, because I, I don't yeah. think the feud's just going to end. I think more likely than not, they ended off with Roman looking strong. Of and course. And I kind of, I think I agree with you that they should have Cena win. Yeah. You know, come hell or high water. Yes. Which I guess I mean, whether or not it's a clean, cut and dry, clear finish or not. Yeah, I'm very intrigued schmaz. by it. I mean, I'm very intrigued. I just, I don't know. I, I feel like I would have done that maybe at... TLC and put them in the main event because the title won't be defended next month. Yeah. So I don't know why they just didn't extend this one more pay-per-view 
Because then you have Lesnar. And just not do any of the stuff they've, they've already done until Maybe do a longer build. Maybe, next Monday. Maybe you could have had Roman do what he did, and then maybe next week you could have John Cena do an interview, and then maybe finally do some physical stuff. Oh, so they're just feuding despite the fact, like, irrelevant to No Mercy. Yeah, I mean, I would, ev- I would no eventually... I would eventually... You just have them feud right through No Mercy. Because I think it's weird to have them feuding with, like, through a pay-per-view and not... Be or just announce it for TLC and... and Try and not say that the reason we're doing this at TLC is because we need the main event because the title won't be in the line. I don't know. Yeah. When Lesnar was the champion last time, they did a really good job of putting other matches in the main event and kind of masking why they did it. Yeah. Like the Hell in the Cell main event was Dean and Seth Rollins, and it was the authority for Survivor Series. So, so we they got away with it, and I feel like they could with this, too. Yeah. Because it's a main event caliber match that could justify the main event. We think that Cena was probably going to go against Samoa Joe had he not gotten yeah. injured for no mercy, right? Yes. So then the plan maybe was that originally to wait on Cena and Roman for a month. Or Survivor Series. Yeah, or Survivor Series. Yeah. That's a good point. But um, I don't know. And plus, UFC sometimes announces matches for a UFC 218 when 217 hasn't happened yet. So yeah. I wouldn't see a but problem the with them announcing it. barbaric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, Says someone. So, yeah, I'm excited for this. Um, I feel like we'll have a lot to talk about next week when we analyze this. Definitely. We've also analyzed it literally word for word. So I feel like we're skipping it, but we're really not. I mean, we're not skipping. Well, I feel like I should have more to say about it, but I think we've beat it down this past three episodes. Oh, yeah, we've been been chipping away. So I guess now we can talk about the main event uh, or what we think will be the definitive main event. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Yes, again. Which is which? Literally. uh, I would make the immovable object, Braun. Yeah. And the force. That's what I was thinking, because he is kind of a force and an immovable object. Yes, definitely. The immovable force. The That's immovable, actually a yeah. good nickname for someone in wrestling. The Irresistible Object. That's a good nickname for somebody. <laughs> the Irresistible Object. Yeah, that's interesting. That should be, like, if Emma, be if Emma, if Emma did, that, did that, the last True Diva gimmick for Emma Lena, she should have been the Irresistible <laughs> Object. That would have been good. Um, they have a backstage... Well, it's interesting. I'm pretty sure Brock wasn't there. So I'm wondering if they... Yeah. How so they, that's what they Michael filmed. Cole, we filmed. They filmed it last week. Yeah, but Michael Cole was live talking. We saw him Not actually talking. Did we? No, I don't think we did. They put the camera on him at one point. Did they? Yeah. I'm like 99% sure they put the camera Should on him. Should we rewatch it? Yeah, Because this is to. the kind of thing that I rewatch in editing, and I'm like, ah, oh, I just got to cut this whole thing. Yeah, if you want. I'm almost positive. I mean, even if it's through a headset, so what would they be doing? Playing like an audio through a headset to the just play the clip of the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. You have to and have Cole yeah, act what if like they, he with did my it luck, live. they probably cut cut out that part. Like you think they, they did them both? They did it live via satellite last night. I think it was pre-taped. Because that's the question. I well, guess. I think it has to be pre-taped because I don't think Brock was there. But my whole thing is that I saw Michael Cole talking, so I'm wondering how they did it. Like, was he in another you area? Th- you sure like your mind wasn't world? just playing tricks on you? No, my mind already played tricks on me with the speakers, and it's not going to happen again. <laughs> Maybe your mind's full of tricks. Maybe your mind's a magician. But I guess he could have been, like, in another location. Yeah. Um. So I guess it really doesn't matter. I'm just asking. I wonder if do technically the commentators look the same every week? Because that, that might be how they do it. You know what I mean? Like, does that shot of the commentators look exactly the same every week? Like, you're trying to say that they recycled him saying those exact words in another episode no 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 i'm what i'm saying is that the whole thing including the three commentators sitting there was oh taped, boy thank you. and they just piped in the arena <laughs> oh no, I, I don't i don't know about that okay uh but anyway 
they had an intense interview segment, which mm-hmm. I expected them to do with the Go Home Show. Yeah. Sometimes I complain that this is the issue with Brock, but I liked it really a lot this week. Yeah. Braun was great. I thought his acting was great. He comes across brilliant, in my opinion. Yeah. Just the way he delivers his lines. Yeah, no, he's... Um, Brock was good, too. I like how Brock spoke. He spoke twice during this feud, which for me just intensifies what's going on. It makes Brock seem that he's in a different mindset. Yeah. I think that there's an interesting story that could be being told as what happens if Brock loses, what happens if Brock has to maybe be in a different facet of his character. Maybe or... we're going to find out when Brock loses. Yeah, I don't... I'm starting to think that... So, wishful booking would have Braun win. I already talked about how I yep. think Braun should win. Braun yep. should drop it in January. I don't think that's a big deal because it's still a decent title reign. And even yeah. if you still want to get to Brock and Roman, I don't think... Braun holding it for four months is bad. While Brock's gone. While yeah. Brock's gone. Yeah, no, I agree. With that being said, I think Brock's going to win. But I have yeah. to say, I'm very... I'm, I think I'm a little more excited for Brock and Braun than I am for Reigns and Cena, just because how they're oh, going I'm to do this match. Yeah, the match some is going to be cooler. Brock and Braun, the match is definitely going to yeah, be more epic, in my opinion. Some people are speculating that it may be like a Cena-Brock thing all over again, where Braun beats the shit out of him. And, yeah, and, and he just gets it at the end. Which would be interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't think it'll be a fluke because they did it with Goldberg already. I think it's going to be a, at least a five-minute match. Yeah. Um, the Cena-Lesnar match was about, I think, 13, 14 minutes when that went down. So that'll be interesting, seeing how long it goes. You're talking about the original match when Lesnar came back and not the SummerSlam match, right? Or are you talking about the no, SummerSlam match? No, I'm talking about match? the SummerSlam match. Okay. People are thinking he's going to, like, destroy him and ju- and the win. entire match. And yeah. Win. Yeah. Because... What, what I'm I, trying to say is that that was a pretty long match still, right. even with that beatdown. So it would right. have to be at least 12, 13 minutes of that destruction, which is yeah. rare just, you know, for a Brock Lesnar match right now. Definitely. Um, so that's where I'm at. I can't give, an, I can't give a Definitive. good prediction, which yeah. I like. I think that they've booked this feud well. Yeah. I think I'm very no, excited. Definitely. I like to go home. I, I liked what they did with the go home Me episode. Too. The interview and, was, was scripted very well, and, yes. and the execution was great. Yeah. So, uh, who do you think is going to win? More likely than not, Brock. Okay. I think uh, I, I would probably give Braun like a twenty-five percent chance to Brock seventy-five percent chance. And for all the reasons you said, I think Braun could easily I do a forty-six. Probably should win. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he deserves it. Yeah, and I think that if Vince wants to be cool and in touch like he claims that he is, <laughs> he would change. He would change WrestleMania plans. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I completely 100 yeah. percent agree with that. Yes, yeah, so I'm very excited to see how the match delete, goes. Delete, and delete. Um, that's what you do with your current Roman I, versus Brock plans. I think that's the No Mercy card. Do you have anything else to say about No Mercy? No, um, no. I think we I think we predicted and wishful booked it with No Mercy. With No without Mercy. Without Mercy. No Mercy is going to be a really good card. Yeah, I'm very excited. No for Mercy it. should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm Absolutely. looking forward to. Uh, it's a on paper. It's a yeah. should be an entertaining night of wrestling. Absolutely for sure. Definitely looking forward to watching Braun versus Brock a lot more than I am Cena versus Roman, <laughs> yes. but I'm more curious about the outcome of Cena versus Roman in a way because I feel more confident that Brock is going to retain the uh, Universal title. Yes, I agree. Um, so I think that's going to do it this week. Yeah. Uh, this is the Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can catch me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. And my name is Liam McNulty. You can catch me on Twitter at Real Huge Actor. And you can like the Facebook page at Wishful Booking Pod. Feel free to send us your own Wishful Booking, wishfulbooking at gmail.com. And uh, maybe we'll include it on the show. Maybe we will. And until then, 
We will see you. You will hear us next week. And have a great week. Enjoy your week. Enjoy No Mercy. And uh, hear us then. So long. Later. Later.